And good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Tuesday morning big show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host, and this is Talking in Cars with DJs. As we do every single month, we celebrate the launch of the latest arc on maintenance day, on patch day. We launch the uh, the new arc on uh, this Tuesday morning, and I am here today to answer your questions. We posted a single video this morning, and uh, as V-Ready typically does like to ask, how many videos are you posting? Sadly, V-Ready, this is the only one today. Uh, as indicated by the patch notes, as indicated by our original video, this arc may feel a little bit light, and it may feel a little bit skewed towards level 40-plus players. But is it actually? We're going to break that down, and we're going to talk to you a little bit about it. Sure, on the surface, it may in fact look like this is an arc for the whales, Ripper. Ripper, how could they? Those scopely overlords. So evil. It's a cash grab. It's a cash grab. Or, potentially, yet another check mark in the box of speeding up progression for players of all ops ranges giving incentive to hit that next bell marker even myself as ripper said right before we started taping djs press the button press the button press it to go to ops 40 i don't want to yet i am getting closer scopely is sufficiently teasing me and uh, tempting me to maybe press the button to go to Ops 40. But I think, I think, Ripper, I'm going to stick to my plan. I'd like to welcome my special guest this morning. Of course, Criminal Ripper is here. Good morning to you, sir. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you, my friend? Eh. Eh. That's what we expect from our friend Ripper. Also, welcoming to the show this morning, uh, show producer and studio engineer, Mr. Stevens Aaron. Good morning to you, sir. Thank you for being here. How are you? It's just gone morning for me. It's just it's after midnight. <laughs> Sorry. Good, good evening. What was for dinner? Uh, all right. Welcome. Also, uh, joining us this morning, quite early for his time zone, joining us this morning, fellow content creator, Mr. Wesley Crusher. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? Uh -oh. Good morning. Oh, there he is. <laughs> so I'm here. Hope we're not having more. Uh, you you sound like you could go for some coffee and cigarettes as well, my friend. I was thinking about asking you to pick me up some. Yeah, <laughs> pick up some menthols before they ban them, and just bring me some coffee. There you go. All right, uh, and of course, uh, as his role is ever so apparent and ever so important on Arc Launch Day. Good morning to uh, all the way across the globe. Good morning to V Ready broadcasting live from India this morning, as he will be giving us. Live breaking news from the beta testers, the APAC servers. Good morning to you. Be ready. How are you today? Good. How are you? See, now you sound like you don't have energy either, but a minute ago, like you were all riled up. You were ready to go. You were like, yeah, let's do this. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, good morning. Welcome in, everybody. We've got, uh, we've got about 155 people listening in the audience right now, and I'd like to thank you guys all for being here. So, what we've got this morning uh, is a YouTube video that was posted uh, at 4.01 a.m. <sighs> Early morning today. 4.01 a.m., the Arcfall video launched, and we talked about two new officers, three new projectiles, and eight new levels 
of Deep Space Armada. Let's break it down and let's start with the officers first, as we typically do. We've got two new officers this month. We'll begin with <laughs> Scopely's version of a practical joke. Rare Wesley Crusher. Ripper, rare Wesley Crusher. I, so we have noticed, and I'm trying to think of how to frame this, Ripper. We have noticed a distinct lack of uncommon officers over the last two seasonal arcs. For TOS, we didn't get any uncommon officers. And now for TNG, we have no uncommon officers. Actually, is that true? We did, we did get, Actually, we did get the minors. We yeah, did, yeah, we yeah. Did the minor. Yeah. So now we've got, we've got uh, five TNG officers in the game, three epics and two rares. Now, uh, I take a look, for example, at the Crusher duo. I look at Beverly Crusher as a rare who probably deserves to be an epic, but for the comparison of her to Moreau, we'll keep her rare for now. And we've got Wesley Crusher, equivalent to um, common cadet instructor Spock. Not even. All right. Wesley Crusher introduces into the game. Now, let me be fair. His captain's ability or his captain's maneuver ripper does, at least on the surface, seem okay. But it's certainly not unique. We've got uh, other officers that are increasing damage in PVE. We've got other officers that are increasing damage in Armadas. Wesley Crusher does not, just like in the TV show, does not feel like Captain Material to me. Ripper, what do you make of Wesley Crusher in his Captain's Maneuver? Meh. Useless. Okay. Just making sure I didn't miss the mark. Useless! All right. And... I think Scopely intended for it to be as such. All right. Now, granted, I'm sure people are going to collect him. Uh, but I I do. Oh, Rev left. I Listen, Rev is a Wesley Crusher fan. So I would have liked to have heard his reaction as well. But he's, he's gone at the moment. Maybe we can get him back. Um, if we look at his captain's maneuver, mathematician, and game scientist, engineer, and overall expert, Criminal Ripper, has described him as useless. Let's take a look at his officer ability. <laughs> this is how I know Scopely is playing a practical joke. His officer ability. Hang on. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Cheapo. Good morning. Welcome. Yeah, I think my uh, avatar said it well. He, uh, he said, shut up, Wesley. Yeah, shut up, Wesley. The officer ability is equally as humorous, the officer ability being that he increases statistics. Now, DJ, that can't be a useless ability, especially with away team's assignments. We need those statistics. <laughs> he only increases statistics for himself. He's a very <laughs> selfish little brat. Okay? No, that's a prank. I mean, they're playing a prank on us, dude. That's the most ridiculous officer ability I've ever heard. It is. Listen, when I made the video this morning, or made the video yesterday, I guess, it, it was apparent to me at that time that Scopely is joking around with us, that Jokely is, ca uh, Jokely, that Jokely is capable of being funny. Uh, that, you know what, Crip, Ripper, maybe they have earned that title today. Let's call him Jokely for the next 24 hours. Uh, <laughs> and I mean that with love. I do, because I recognize that this is funny. Okay, this is not wasteful. This is not a cash grab. This is not trying to pawn off uselessness this is straight up a gag okay wesley crusher 
the worst character of TNG of all time, all right, has the worst officer ability of all time. The joke is not lost on me, all right? His officer ability is absolutely worthless as well. So if we take his captain's maneuver as useless, and just so I'm being fair, Criminal Ripper, how would you characterize Wesley Crusher's officer ability? Not worth existing. Not worth existing. Does he even get a meh? Like, is it even worth a meh, or is meh overstating him? No meh. No meh. Worse than useless. Not worth existing. All right, Scopely. Rare Wesley Crusher. I get the joke. Hardy har har. Hilarious. Let's move on. Big bug going on right now. I had done uh, Armada in a level 41 system a little while back, and I was recalling my ships from one system away in TC from ISO mining. It, they, both the ships went to le- a level 41 system. That doesn't make any sense. No, well, it we'll happens. Talk, we'll, we'll talk about that in, in a little while. Uh, but Wesley Crusher, wrapping him up on a scale of 1 to 10, he is a negative 2.5. Now, Let's take a look at what could. Sorry about that. One of the games. Can you hear me? Somebody yeah. has the somebody has yeah. the audacity to call my cell phone while I'm on the air. Um, let's take a look at the other officer that Wesley Crusher is paired with. Legendary father figure, honorary admiral. Actually, not even honorary. Like one of the most iconic characters of all time. One of the only Starfleet captains to have two of his own series. Captain Jean-Luc Picard, who may, in fact, be one of the first officers truly deserving of the status of legendary criminal ripper. He is an epic, of course. We haven't changed our brackets in the game. But this card, at least at first glance, no testing has occurred. Let me be very clear. No content creator has this card, and we were unable to get actual on-screen testing of this card prior to launch. The way that this card is written makes him probably one of the top two or three officers in the entire game. Why do you say that, DJ? Why do you say that? Let's take a look at his captain's maneuver. His captain's maneuver is to increase the effectiveness of officer abilities by two times 10%. Now, that's a very odd way of describing a 20% buff. Isn't it, Ripper? Isn't that weird? Two no, times no, this 10%? Is, this is all good. Why do you think it is all good, sir? Please explain your thought because process. Because they, they have decided that their buff system is broken and they don't <laughs> fix it and just roll with it. They, they just roll with it. <laughs> that sounds about right. Jokely is having fun with their community today. Jokely... Uh, and, and again, let me be very clear. I mean, no disrespect. I'm meaning this in very, very fun ways. We have postulated about uh, a pike for over a year. As a matter of fact, I can now openly say 100% factual without fear of repercussion that pike works or they let, – let me, let me rephrase – that they acknowledge – the issue with Pike, whether it was intended or not. I, I have to know, now this opens it a new wasn't. conversation. It obviously I, I know wasn't. That this opens a new conversation wasn't. as to whether or not Pike was always intended. All right. The second piece of that conversation was, did Scopely know? Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of the content creators were actually very fearful 
of actually openly discussing this particular mechanic, and now it's actually worth a, a topic on a podcast. We, as a matter of fact, finally, after 11 months, did we, Stevens Aaron, finally shared a teaching piece of, yes. a, a teaching piece of material that we prepared in August of 2020 and never published for fear that Pike would actually be fixed. All right. And that is that Pike is now corrected as far as his tooltip goes. Uh, the tooltip has been updated to match what he actually does, which is also a two times percentage effectiveness. All right. We've always talked about people ask me, where do you get 1.2 for his bonus? It says 60% with Moreau. But it's always been 120%. Scopely now acknowledging that basically they've always known. And the tooltip has been updated to reflect what he actually does, which is double what he actually was previously stated at. So we take a look at the epic Jean-Luc Picard, and he is written in the same way. Two times 10%. That is by himself. But if we read on, if we read on, Ripper, we note that he will receive synergy not only from any officer of any uh, TNG group, any classification, so engineering, tactical, or science, he will get the same synergy bonus, which is 50%. Okay. Also worthwhile noting, while we have not tested this officer, it has been claimed by Scopely that 50% is the maximum synergy that will happen so you can load data on one side and Beverly Crusher on the other, and synergy maxes at 50%. Does not matter. This is a unique kind of mechanic. Basically, they're taking the age-old laws of synergy, and for this one card, they're tossing it out the window. Right, Ripper? Have you confirmed, have you been able to confirm in our data that synergy is, in fact, the same for... Yes. Okay, synergy is the same for single bar or double bar, and synergy is also the same for single side or double side. Meaning, that I mean, you get you like double side, you still get like each fifty, right? So, I are you confirming that because that is not what was told to us. We were told fifty percent is either on or off. And there is no way to increase it further, essentially making Picard the new Pike Moreau combo. As long as you've got an officer on the side. I mean, no, that's not how how this works. <laughs> like if so you you're, if you have right, if you have wait, was it? So see. you're saying that if you put Jordy on one side and Beverly Crusher on the other, then you're going to have two times one hundred and ten percent synergy. Two times 100% of benefit, so so yes. we're going to boost 220%. That's what yes. you're saying. Yes. And yet again here, ladies and gentlemen, we experience a disconnect in Scopely publishers versus Scopely designers because it was stated that regardless of Where single was side... Where it stated? I don't, I don't remember it, it was not stated to the public. It was told to me. It was told to us. Uh, and, DJ... I yes. just posted the his captain's maneuver. I, I'm I'm reading it the way Ripper is explaining it. This ability receives the same synergy bonus from all TNG officers, regardless of class. Now, I, I I don't take dispute with that. All right, 
the regardless of class means that engineering, tactical, uh, or command, and but I don't know who told you this, TJ, but he was wrong. Okay, well, that's what we that's what we want to know. Now, the question becomes: Are there scenarios in which this actually becomes better than Pike Moreau? So I've got a couple of scenarios in which it does. Well, okay, I mean, like the general usage for for Pike Moreau, no, because you know you don't get damage reduction for sides. So okay, so let let's look at it with single sided synergy for a moment. All right. That is going to be two times 60%. That's 120%. It's exactly the same as a pike with a Moreau side card. All right. Um, Captain Picard, as his officer ability, is increasing crit damage, not crit chance. I stated that incorrectly in my video, although the video was there. So it just looks like I can't read. You guys do, do keep one thing in mind. When I record those videos, I actually don't get to see the video part of it. That's what Snake Eyes does. <laughs> so so he said the same thing to me. He was like, you said this wrong. I'm like, I'm not fixing it. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. So, um, yeah, I stated it was crit chance. It is actually, in fact, crit damage. All right. Adding at tier one, 5% to your critical damage bonus. All right. Now, that automatically makes him better than Pike in most scenarios. In some scenarios, you're still going to want to use Pike, right? Like maybe you're grinding ship XP for your Stella or grinding ship XP auto farming, okay? Obviously, you're going to use Pike for that. You want the XP, all right? But in the form of PVE, in, in the case where you're not grinding ship XP, in the case where you are wanting just to hit hostiles and grind hostiles more effectively, then you have the option then to use Picard, and he's going to increase the critical damage when you proc a critical hit. That automatically means that he is marginally or incrementally better. Okay? Now, let's take a look at Beverly Crusher, which came out last month. We already know. We've already analyzed her. She's amazeballs. All right? She's super great. She just got better. As if she could get better, she did just get better. Because now her officer ability, which is to improve your mitigation based on the defense of the ship, or it is defense on her officer ability. She gets me confused. The shield regen is health, right? And then the officer ability is mitigation, and that's defense. Correct, Ripper? I'm not in the game. I'm not in the game either. I'm 99% sure that's how it is. Defense statistics boosting your mitigation we've often compared her to the captain's ability of five of ten all right now she getting our, our, our beverly crusher getting a 120 percent boost to that now we have to look is it a 120 percent additive boost or is it 120 percent multiplicative boost well the math the way it's always been ripper would indicate that this is a multiplicative bonus all right oh, yes. when of course of course it is. It's multiplicative because it is not proc rate. This is the pattern that we have found to hold true, ladies and gentlemen. When it is ability-based, it is multiplied. When it is proc rate, it is additive. Okay? That's why, for example, we take a look at the MUDs, all right? And we increase just straight-up additive, okay? So that's why Pike Moreau MUD was fantastic, Okay? they would typically be additive. But this is an ability, which means it will be multiplied, which means that Beverly Crusher 
just got even more redonkulous. And as you tear her up, she's going to get even, well, she's going to get more potent than five of ten. Absolutely crazy, right? Absolutely crazy that Picard and Beverly Crusher have effectively not only replaced but surpassed the abilities of their predecessor, Pike and Moreau. Okay, now we say, how do we get Beverly? How do we get Beverly? Well, last month she was for sale only. This month, we do not yet know. We do know that she will be available, and Scopely chose their words very carefully. Last month, she was pay only. We may, in fact, see that same trend today. However, I will also point out that she was an ARC-1 officer, as Picard is an ARC-2 officer, which means eventually, eventually, when an event store rolls around, it is highly likely that you will see these officers in an event store, okay? So when that comes around, be prepared. If you're someone like myself who has always preached about getting officers, well, then you'll be prepared. If you're somebody who buys Uncommon Crystal, now you have a decision to make, okay? Events now, are up, go ahead, uh, be ready. Events are up. I only put up the photos. All right, we're going to have to come back to that. we got more to get to first. Wow, they hit you early. Uh, they point something out, DJ. Go ahead, El Chipo. Yeah, I wanted to point out that uh, Beverly Crusher may be a main boss, but she's tax dependent. Moreau is not. I, I didn't hear you. What? Yeah, okay. Um, Moreau doesn't need stats. Beverly does. She's a stat hog. She needs defense points. Well, yes, she does. I agree. All right, but so does 5 of 10. Moreau does not, I agree, but with those defensive points and the percentage multiplier from Picard, okay, then she is, I mean, listen, she's going to be pretty, she's going to be pretty good. Okay, so uh, now listen, is it going to be the exact same as Moreau? Who knows? Maybe not. And Moreau is... Um, does actually perform slightly different, but again, there is still a mitigation cap for yourself. All right. So one would argue that it won't take Beverly Crusher very long to get there. All right. Now I'm not saying get rid of Pike and Moreau. I'm actually saying now you've got two very real, very potent PVE grinding crews, very real. Okay, these two officers or these two sets of combinations now allow you to do double grinding. You can use Pike and Moreau and Talon against the heavies. Maybe, for example, if you're a capital city trader uh, grinder. All right. You can use Picard, Beverly and Chen against the regulars. If you're grinding in normal space, you're going to use Talon against those interceptors. You're going to use Chen against the surveys and the explorers. This works folks this is amazing okay so there's also, your like beverly works against armados moreau doesn't so correct that. that is very very true beverly extending your survivability in armadas okay now element op says it seems like beverly kind of takes the job of chen i know they do very different things beverly increases your mitigation she does not reduce the damage inflicted now they both may have the same outcome. You're taking less damage, all right? But you can use them together. Now, you know what? You might be right about one thing, 
actually LMNOP, now that I think about it, Ripper, who would you put with Picard and Beverly Crusher? Because Chen is going to result in the Armada or, or the hostile throwing literally no damage really at all, not only 4%. So is it, or 3%, what is it, 96? It's 96. So 4% is what it's going to throw, which means you don't need the mitigation, really. Also, just, so per just, just to be clear, you, it's not 4% of the, of the number you usually see for reasons. What? So if you test without Chen, the damage you see is not 100% damage because you always know yeah no 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 reduction, so. exactly there's re there's research guys that affect at base value even if you took chen off these hostels are actually technically only throwing 70 percent at you if you look very early in your combat tree there's a 30 percent damage reducer that you already have you've had it since day one all right so it's not going to be a 96 percent reduction against what you see without chen because that's already got 30 percent built in We're talking 96% from base, which I guess you would never really even know. Uh, but nonetheless, it's throwing no damage. That's the bottom line. Pike Moreau Chen throws no damage from the hostile that you're hitting. That's why it's such a great grinding crew. All right? They throw no damage. So it may be feasible to think that the mitigation would be better suited for Talon because those are going to be throwing more damage because Talon is not as effective as a reduction agent. So uh, I would argue, I mean, I'm going to recant my statement a moment ago. I think Picard, Beverly, and Talon would actually be a, a better combo. It would be less of a waste of Chen's abilities, I believe. Okay. Now, Tequila says, well, what about Picard, Crusher, and Harrison? Yes, but don't forget, Crusher and Picard Well, uh, let me rephrase. Crusher only works in PvE. So, I mean, I know that Harrison kind of works in PvE, but, you know, if you wanted to go that route, you could. Okay? Picard, Beverly, Data. Would that work on Armadas? Data's officer ability. <sighs> yeah, I guess it would. Right? There's no reason that it wouldn't. It's multiplicative. Maybe that's why everyone thought that Data was so weak sauce when he came out. Because now you can run Picard, Beverly, and Data, get the double-sided synergy, and now you're throwing a 220% multiplicative bonus to Epic Data, whom everybody argued was weak sauce. All right? And now he just essentially got tripled. All right? He's being multiplied. He's got a bonus of 220% added to the original 100%. So... If his uh, officer ability was, you know, whatever it was, what was it, 10%? Now he's 32%, folks, and that's a significant jump, all right? Is Picard going to make Jordy better? Jordy is throwing 100% additional damage against Klingon Armadas. Yes, multiply that by 3.2, which is 2.2 times uh, 2.2 plus the base value. So now Jordy's going to go and throw 320% damage against Klingon hostiles. Yes, folks, Picard is the new Pike and better because of his maximum synergy capabilities. All right. Well, and his officer ability. So Ripper, I asked you about this slightly before the show. Picard in theory, because he's been untested. Picard in theory, rank him in our current listing of officers. Surely to goodness, he's got to be in your top five. No. 
Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> rank him. I don't know what rank. I mean, who's better? Tell me who's better. Better compared to what? Who's the I mean, usefulness, uh, importance, vitality, urgency? What, what am I comparing, though? Importance. Yeah, but <laughs> we can, from we whom? can skip this. We can skip this. Me! No, you, you're asking about importance. So, if, who is more important? Who? What? What am I comparing? Okay. All, All officers? Right. Just two? All, three? All... <laughs> seven? Fourteen random uncommons. Rank him. I'm kidding. Um, Did you have to specify a bit more? That's just not, the question doesn't make sense. I okay. Let me let me give you my opinion first. Then okay, I am going to say that on paper, and again, I haven't tested, but on paper, Picard is probably now the number two, or possibly the number three officer in the game, and I and I think I'm leaning towards number two. Number two, most important officer in this game, effective immediately. There he is. Okay, with I disagree. I'm with going the number with seven. one, with the number one, what? What? Rank seven? <laughs> yeah, let's go with seven. You're such a troll. You and Greg have been hanging out, haven't you? <laughs> no, I'm all going. Right. I'm going with seven. Now, all right, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm honest. The- I mean, like, like, like. Sure, sure. Top two or top three, maybe. If you if you reduce it to PVE only, then maybe, possibly. But that's not all this is. Okay. So I'm going with seven. Okay. Not trolling. Okay, on, no, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I know. I get it. I will accept your, your answer. <laughs> I just surprised me. Okay, so now some people are asking about using it with five of ten. All right, no. Five of ten is not a battle ability. She is after the battle, therefore not going to be counted within Picard's ability, just like Pike. Guys, this is going to work just like Pike. So you don't get warp range extension. You don't get loot bonus. All right. You don't get stat booster. Okay. It literally, I bet this doesn't even work with Wesley Crusher. Who wants to bet me? Who wants to bet me? Wesley Crusher is a passive ability. All right. Passive ability, which means, for example, using Wesley by himself, as compared to using Wesley next to uh, next to Picard, is not going to change the results. And I bet there's a way we can test that. All right, because Wesley Crusher is passive; he's he's out of combat. All right. So, anywho, anywho. All right. Now, there's your officers. There's my opinion. Do with it what you want. Let's talk about the next piece. Let's talk about the next piece. Let's talk about projectiles. This will be really quick. We can knock it out. Three new projectiles, one uncommon, sourced for free in the, well, uh, hang on, sourced included in your purchase of the $20 Elite Battle Pass purchase, all right? In the in the Elite Track of Battle Pass, you get your uncommon projectile. It offers no buff. It is for looks only. You can watch our YouTube video. By the way, share that with your team. Share it. Leave your comments for the algorithm. Share it. Watch it. Watch it. Share it. Share it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Share it. Share it. Watch it. It's like bop it. Share it. All right. Now, you can actually see what they look like. And they are very impressive. Excuse me while I drain the sopping wet rag that is my sarcastometer. 
All right, now, you've also got a rare projectile. Rare projectiles offering 10% weapons damage boost. 10% weapons damage boost. 10% weapons damage boost. It is a rare projectile. It will have an in-at purchase. You'll be able to buy it. It is not planned to be earnable at this stage. You can buy it. And yeah, Scaly, it's 10% of base, making it meh. Now, just like I was told with the plasma projectile, every little bit helps. I get it. Every little bit helps. Every little incremental change. And clearly, these projectiles are going to continue to come. And keep in mind, you only have to unlock it to get the um, to get the the benefit. So if you get 10 or 15 or 20 of these projectiles over the next year that each offer 5 or 10% weapons damage boost, it's going to add up. All right? So little bits are better than none. But the rare projectile 10% base, weapons damage increase, and that will be available for purchase. Finally, you've got the epic projectile. Um, and just like in ARC's past with the other projectiles, guys, keep in mind that it has two currencies that it charges you. One is just the rare projectile shard or the epic projectile shard, but the other is going to be an exclusive projectile shard for that particular exclusive projectile. So if you've got 25 plasma blast projectile shards, you cannot use those for the photonic plasma blast or whatever, photonic beam or whatever. They're not the same. Now, the epic one gives you 20% boost to accuracy. 20% boost to accuracy. Of course, that's 20% boost to the base value. All right. 20% boost to accuracy, which is essentially going to be somewhat decently nice for an auger, maybe trying to bust the triangle on an interceptor um, or just, you know, an explorer wanting to whoop up on an interceptor a little bit more. 20% boost to accuracy is what the Epic gets you, and there will be a solo leaderboard for it. Now, that's easy. The projectiles, yay. Yay! Ripper, very quickly, your summary on projectiles. Just the buffs or the looks? Uh, let's do the buffs first, because we know you're an, a practical application guy. Buffs first. Meh. Meh. All right, looks. Now, Cosmetics, appearance, vanity. Not bad. Really? I'm actually surprised you like them. I didn't like them at all. I didn't like any of the three of them. Thought okay. They looked, thought they were terrible. That was just me. Of course, I've never been a big vanity guy. I've said that before. Some of the things Scopely has done vanity-wise have drawn me in. Like my custom avatar, Ripper. That drew me in. Had to have it. All right? The, the Picard facepalm avatar. Avatar, that is kind of awesome. I kind of feel like that is a desirable avatar. That's funny to me. That brings character. It invol it invokes an emotion. All right, these projectiles invoke no emotion. All right, so uh, there you go. All right, now let's get to the beat. Uh, the meat and potatoes, avatar. Or, yeah, meat and potatoes. Those are the avatars, Ripper. Um, Let's try to read the chat. Meat and potatoes of the arc, or at least of the primary feature of this arc, deep space armadas. Now, 
with Deep Space Armada is we get a couple of things. All right. Rare tactical cores have now been released into the game, meaning that you can upgrade your ACC beyond level 39 for some of you 40-plus level players. The ACC is no longer stuck. You can spend more resources and upgrade that ACC, increase your team's weapon damage bonus, and if you're a level 50 bro, you can open up a seventh slot. All right? That's the ACC in a nutshell. The Deep Space Armadas begin at Uncommon Level 41, progress upwards, and go all the way to a 635 million Level 51, bro, epic Armada target that I will be willing to guarantee that currently and as it exists in the game today right now with an ACC 39 with any ship and any crew that you want to take, and any research that you currently have, that Epic 51 cannot be beaten. Not yet. Not yet. Mm. It'll get there, though. It'll get there, though. You've got a bunch of weapons damage bonus uh, bonus in your ACC. There's a lot of research gated by a lot of merits of honor. Okay? And, yeah, by the time you get to level 50, well, I said, I said Captain Planet by, you know, the way it exists in the game today. Seven Tribunes can't tackle an armada. However... I still believe that seven Tribunes right here today with a level 39 ACC couldn't do it. They're going to need the damage bonus. They're going to need, you know, all kinds of research and bonuses and buffs. And, and this is a new target. We need This is the new target, all right, for the level 50 bros. And you know that they will work for it. Ripper, you and I are friends with a lot of VIPs. They're going to work. This is a new challenge issued by Scopely, and they will respond. I guarantee that this actually poses an interesting challenge. I have not spoken to any VIPs yet this morning. I don't know if you have, but I would be willing to bet that this is interesting to them. Everybody might say, oh, it's just another Armada. Yeah, but it's also like kind of like the unobtainable golden egg, if you will. I believe that they are going to work towards taking out that target. I believe that they will want to. I believe that that is their new challenge. Ripper, speaking for the VIP community, I think this is probably a very interesting piece of content for them. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think, I think so. if you have if you have an Armada full of 50s, you know, seven, seven Ops 50 guys, all max G4 epics, you can kill all of the Armadas. Well... You know what? We'll see. Uh, do we'll you see. mean yeah, like like a max G four epic is like forty million power times seven? Okay, I think you can. Is there a server? Is there a server? Any one server where there are seven max tribunes within I, the same prob- alliance? Probably not yet. Anyways, but you know, yeah. and I'm just saying you could. I mean, that's the maximum you can get, I guess. I guess so. But. You can probably kill them with less. I'm pretty sure. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. It'd be very interesting. Right now, I would be willing to bet, and I, and I don't know if anybody's willing to run the test. It'd be a very expensive test. I think that the top alliance with their top six players right now at an ACC of 39 with their absolute best ships could not take out a level 51 epic. Now, I issue that challenge. I, I mean, and not I mean, and by not the way, have... only... 
only for curiosity. I, I'm not saying, Neener, Neener, you can't do it. I'm saying I think Scopely actually stepped up to the plate in giving you something to work for, giving you a challenge. And, and I would personally, I'd be really disappointed. I'd be really disappointed if I was a level 50 player and I went out there right now and immediately took out the game's biggest target. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I'd be really disappointed in that. So I'm not saying it from a neener neener perspective. I'm saying it, you know, if you think you can take it out, you know, go ahead and try. And if you can, then the arc's over for you. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't expect that to be the case. I believe that Scopely would have mathed this, would have engineered this in such a way that it actually gives you something to work for. So that would be that would be my hope. Now, the Armadas bring with it changes in sourcing for officers, changing in uh, changes in sourcing for materials, and even G four ship BPs. Very very interesting. And uh, I, I will say this: <clears throat> now, at first glance, <laughs> at first glance, Ripper. It looked really expensive, and, and it may still be really expensive. It looks really expensive. However, we are also using today's metrics, and, and when I say today, I might even argue economy of scale that is two years old. These Armada chests haven't changed in two years. Their cost has been the same for two years. So this is going to give a sticker shock. Now, I don't necessarily, I haven't had a chance to analyze everything yet, folks. I don't know how I feel about it. I do have sticker shock. Ripper, I'm going to come to you specifically. You're an Ops 44, okay? You know what things cost. I'm still in the G3 economy. I am not the right person to ask about cost, but I have sticker shock at the cost of these Armada uh, targets. Tell me, tell me about your perspective as a 44. You mean the chest? Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it's expensive, sure, yeah, but I personally think uh, the cost is fine. For what you get, I think it's fine. Well, that is what I'm at, hearing. At Ops 44, I'm supposed to kill the higher Amadas anyways, right? That's what I'm hearing. So. What I'm hearing is that while a lot of us who can't even get to this content are complaining, oh my god, that looks so expensive, what I'm actually hearing is that the content for whom the players you know, or for whom the content was designed, the players for whom the content was designed are actually saying, okay, yeah, pretty dang expensive, pretty dang expensive, but look at what I'm getting, which is way different than anything we've gotten before. Ship BPs, officer shards of previously locked away officers. Look at the rare officer chest, and you've got four officers in there, okay? The dilution is non-existent. You're going to get a high-value officer. 10 of 10, 5 of 10, Lorca, all right? Curon may be the least valuable of the four that are in there, but, you know, there's only four. There's not 24. There's not 14. There's four. So you're guaranteed, essentially, to get something of value to you out of that chest. Be ready. I got to silence you or, or fix yourself, whatever you got going on there. Um, so the chest, yeah, they look expensive. They do, but the players for whom they were designed are actually excited about being able to do it. Now, what is this going to do, Ripper? Let's look at it from a business perspective. From a business perspective, these chests are magnificently more expensive. Yet, the 40-plus players are excited about spending their loot for these chests. 
What is going to happen, Ripper? What is one plus two? What? Maybe a better question would have been, what is one plus one? Well, two, obviously. Okay. It's really simple math to me. You've got a chest that is more expensive yet contains value. You have players who are excited about the contents of the chest but don't have enough loot. You guys do the math question, uh, the math equation here. They are going to do armadas hot and heavy, okay? From the business perspective, this was probably one of their smarter moves. They have created an incentive for these players to engage in armadas in quite potentially a way that players have not done so for a very long time. Look at Big Country. He's not here to discuss right now, but he doesn't do armadas for the loot. He's got millions. He does armadas to help his team, but he personally gains nothing. And I am here to tell you, for just about every, maybe not 40 plus, maybe 42 plus, maybe 44 plus, but I'm here to tell you, the 40-plus level players have zero incentive to do armadas right now except to help their team until now. Now, this does potentially pose a problem, Ripper. This potentially exposes some players to a potential chasm, and this is scary for some players. This is a possible issue for some alliances who may be, may be a little bit more concerned with progression and value as compared to players who will intentionally stymie themselves to stay and be loyal to their team. I, I might even say, without saying so, that true colors may actually be seen a little bit more brightly here. All right? Because some players, like Scalyback is saying, my bigs are going to leave. Okay, Scalyback says mega alliances will be formed. Pleb alliances will be left behind. Mm. There, there is the possibility, Ripper. Listen, if you're in an alliance with one level 50 bro, okay, and he can no longer participate in these higher level armadas because you can't even get there because of your warp range, he could potentially visit a team where he can do these. All right. This is a piece of the social mechanic. And let me be clear. Scopely has essentially said this before. They don't design these things for the social element. Okay, They observe the social element. They're fascinated by the social element. But the social element is up to you. We even saw it in an interview with one of the designers here just like a week or two ago. They're fascinated by what you guys do with ROE. It was never intended. It will never be enforced. For those of you who say that Scopely should do an ROE thing, keep dreaming. It'll never happen. So Scopely may have had this thought when designing these super mega armadas, but it wasn't going to stop them. What you guys do with your social elements, <sighs> that's up to you. And I do see in, in certain places, Ripper, I mean, it would be irresponsible to say, ah, no big deal. Everybody will stay put and this will be fine for everybody. I'm here to tell you, one person somewhere, at least one, is going to be like, okay, pieces, I'm out. Okay, it's I going, mean, sure, but you it's know, gonna I happen. don't think many will, to be honest. I think it'll be more than you think, especially if there's not a lot of like-powered players on their team. All right, you're going to need teams to run these armadas, and warp range is now going to be a factor.
All right. It's not like doing a 39 Epic in Groombridge where everybody ops level 28 plus can get there. Okay. We're now talking about armadas that are only able to be reached uh, within minus one or minus two ops of where you are. Okay. It's going to be an issue. I'm curious to see how it plays out. I hope, I hope for everybody's sake that players stick with their teams, but Scaly's got a very, very valid point. The potential for widening the gap between the number one and number two alliances definitely exists. So <laughs> Zod says he'll join with his Frank A. I'm with you, buddy. You know, you could, well, no, summoning wouldn't work. Not for deep space, not unless you're 39 plus. So I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to watch. Very, very interesting to watch. Okay. Uh, so there's the Armadas. You've got the new chest, 40 plus. Now, I will say this, and getting ready to wrap up because I'm, I'm at work. As we are looking at this chest, Ripper, I will say this. I have prepared a list of questions. I do not know the grid for these chests. What we have documented is that 42, Ops 42, even with a 42 shipyard, do not see the level 42 ships. The uncommon ships, Kelvin, Valdor, and Katinga. They don't see them. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. We have confirmed that Ops Level 40 can see the miners and the ISS jellyfish. We have confirmed that an Ops 45 with a shipyard 44 can see the rare 46 ships. And we have also confirmed that an Ops 48 cannot see the level 50 epics that is all I think the 49 data. I, th I think 49 can see the 50s okay so 49s can see the 50s which is good that's one advanced level 45s can see the 46s but 42 cannot see the 42 ships now maybe that's a bug Who knows? it could be it could be i have actually prepared a list of questions on this folks and we will find out right now an ops 42 can only see the jelly BPs and the miners. Okay. We will find out if this is intended. You can stay tuned for that. It looks as though, at least for the rare ships and the epic ships, you can start working on those one ops level prior. Okay. But the 42s even cannot see the level 42 ships. So we're going to have to figure that one out. I have actually not heard from a 43. I'm kind of curious if 43 and 44 can see I, the 42 at 44, ships. I can I can see the uh, uncommon D4 ships. So, so there is a targeting issue. I'd like to hear I'd like to hear and see if the 43s. Okay, 43. Elementop says I'm a 43. I can see the 42s. So perhaps the 41 and 42 bracket may potentially possibly be an error. We'll see what we can find out. Okay. Um, it makes sense that a 40 can only see the miners and the jelly probably that does make sense at yeah. 41 you know if a 45 can see the rares and a 49 can see the epics then it would make sense that 41 yeah. should start to be able to see the uncommons uh that is not the case at this moment but we will try to confirm that early for you all right and hopefully we can get that done now these chests they're expensive they are expensive but we have also seen the payouts scale up all right, we're seeing these larger targets are paying out larger amounts. Of course, that's going to be dip, which is, of course, going to place more importance on officers like Jordy and five of 10. Okay. Um, 
And I don't know if anybody has seen a starter chest yet. Okay. The starter chest was pretty daggone sweet. All right. Uh, I had somebody run a 41 uncommon. The starter chest was 145,000 uncommon loot. All right. Which means technically if you run one, if you start one uncommon a day, then you can do a single chest pull every day. All right. So I say that we have sticker shock, but it may not be quite as bad as we originally thought, Ripper. Because by starting one, not participating in one, participating in one is the bonus if you beat it and if you get the mega chest. But starting one, 100 uncommon directives, which most people have thousands, starting one will guarantee you to be able to do a single chest pull for the uncommon chest. Now, I haven't done it on the rares, haven't seen it on the epics, don't have any idea. But at least for the uncommon, for some of you 40s and 41s who are like, oh, my God, that's going to wipe me out. Well, maybe don't do the double chest pull. Maybe just look at the single. The single chest pull was, what, 145 or 150,000? All right. And, and yes, let me rephrase. I, I say start it. Obviously, you got to kill it in order to get the chest. You're correct. You do have to kill it to get the chest. But the starter's chest, the, what you're guaranteed as the starter is what I was referring to. Uh, okay, maybe wrong. The uncommon, the uncommon Armada pack has a starting price of 400000 You know what, Thiep? Maybe those scale as well. You know, Armada cost, uh, the, the oh, cost yeah. of the Armada credit. I mean, that credit. was the same for the old ones. The okay, yeah, was, they did scale. So we're going to, you know what, Ripper and Stevens Aaron, we may want to try to coordinate with Fartasia and try to come up with a grid so we can kind of start to see. Maybe not even necessarily chess contents, like not detailed, but like, hey, BPs, yes. Tactical cores, yes. You know, maybe we maybe we can start on something there. Because look at uh, Mr. Fusion just posted the uncommon chest at forty-two. Thief posted it at forty-six. At forty-six, it's four hundred thousand loot. Uh, at forty-two, it's only two hundred thousand loot. So those costs are definitely scaling, and so perhaps we can try to organize. I mean, yeah, and get contents and, and cost of Amara chest. Yeah, I mean that was always the case. It is, yes, and and that that yeah. has never changed, even with the original ones. Yeah. That was that. Now, I will also point out, uh, of course, ladies and gents, there is a new client. Go download it. There are uh, some systems where hostels have been renamed from their previous name to Cardassian Warships. So I imagine that we're going to see some content around that ripper. Cardassian ships now exist as hostels within the game in a few systems, so you can enjoy hunting those. And... Um, Downloading the client will give you access to the new content, the new features, and the new chest. What I am also hearing is that the 40-plus level players, if you so chose, do still have access to the normal Armada chests. So these G4, the 40-plus chests, I am going to presume are extra and in addition. So yes. uh, they still have access to the smaller chest if they so choose. Okay. At this time, I'm going to open you up for five minutes for questions because I'm already five minutes late for work. Five minutes for questions as we get ready to wrap up our Arc Fall launch, talking in cars with DJs. Hopefully, you got the information that you were looking for um, and uh, <clears throat> you find this somewhat beneficial. Questions. Very good. What do we got here? Oh, yes. Young Ducat, thank you for one of the best quality of life updates that we've seen in recent months the fog of war has now been lifted in territories you own 
this is a big one because if you remember several months ago, Scopely said they did not have the tech to do it. You remember, Ripper? Mm. They came out and said, we do not have the tech. Fog of War is a fixed feature. It's either on or it's off, which means that Scopely has either acquired and or developed the tech to be able to change what? the function of Fog of War. It didn't acquire it. Come on, DJ. Okay, so they wrote it. That's even better. Okay, so they wrote it. That's even better because now Fog of War is lifted <clears throat> for players who own a territory. Olaf says, where are the Cardassians? To be perfectly honest with you, I can't answer that. I don't know yet. I haven't spent enough time in the game. I've been here with Discord all morning. Um, the, some people have seen it, okay? And I don't know where it is yet. Uh, the, I'll have to rely on you guys to, to post that. As a matter of fact, hang on, let me see. I might have a screenshot. Hang on. Yeah, see, this doesn't say, this doesn't say, but you know what? This is only a level 31 hostile, so it can't be that high of space. So I don't know. I don't know where it is. Hmm. Hey, just uh, I'll throw a couple of screenshots in here very quickly. Uh, maybe Steven Aaron can grab a couple of these. We'll throw them in to the graphics room if you guys want. There's an example of uh, five ships, a couple of G3 Epics, and a couple of Jellies going against a 41 Uncommon. Barely losing. They only had five ships show up. A sixth one probably would have got that. Uh, there was the base loot on a 41 Uncommon at 151,000. Of course, that's divvied up amongst the six players. Uh, and then below that was the starter chest for defeating the uncommon was 144,000. Lorenzo says, do you think Wesley could be intended as an away team's officer boosting his own no. stats? No, he doesn't work that way. See, his ability does not function. Abilities don't function in away team's assignments. So he, you know, now listen, unless his base stats are bonkers, but I'm going to guess they're not. Because by the way, take a look at how many shards it takes to unlock him. It's very, very few. So... I would imagine that his ability and the fact that very few shards are, are taken to source him, I would imagine even stats-wise, he's not going to be an incredible officer, which matches his role on the show. All right. <laughs> uh, Jick says, can you turn in G4 chests at 39? No, it's only 40 plus. You got to be ops 40 and you get the chests. Okay. How many will unlock Picard? I do not know. I have not seen the milestones. I have not seen the brackets. I do not know. At least one. Yes, at least one. <laughs> Which is expensive, arguably. At least we hope, Ripper. God, can you imagine them doing an auction and only sourcing 90 shards? Guys, it costs 180 shards to open up this officer. Woo! That's rough. DJ, by the way, there's a small uh, event right now for Picard for 25 shards. We have been told. We have been no, told. It, it's going on right now. I, said, no. I put the pictures up. I, I get that. And, and I'm going to have V-Ready post up some images that Stevens Aaron can gather and throw into our graphics room so some of the EU and U.S. players can see what's coming before event reset. What I was going to say, though, V-Ready, is that we have been told that there will be multiple sources of shards for Picard. You'll be nickel and diming it, okay? Like you say, there's an event right now for 25, but it also costs 180 to unlock. So while you will be, of course, um, able to nickel and dime some of this stuff, it's still going to be a long road for a lot of players. But it's not just an auction, okay? We are going to see multiple events that source these shards piecemeal, okay? There you go. Nathan says, are we going to be another eight shards short on an officer this month? I have no idea. I can't tell you. Again, have not seen the events. 
Uh, as far as reward structure, I've not seen the milestones. Don't know. Well, of course not eight. It's going to be one. <laughs> it could Maybe. be. Could be. All right. Let's see. What else do you guys have in questions? Um, Lorenzo says, where's the Livingston avatar? I don't know. Can't answer that. Star Fox says, Cardassian systems are on the left side of Federation space. So you can go check that out. Um, JD7 says, power, like domination, or material auction for Picard. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this yet, but I probably I will since V-Ready has probably the event calendar. It will be G3, G4 for Picard. No, the event calendar is not out yet. Okay, it should be in the next couple of hours. Cam says, is there going to be an unlock for Picard in the first auction? I, I, I would imagine so. I can't imagine that Scopely is going to break from tradition. I would imagine that at least first place will get a full unlock. But we don't know. This is now to date the most expensive epic officer in the game as far as shard count goes. So I, I don't know. Um, let's see. Cheapo is posting some screenshots. Ooh, cool. Thank you. Yeah, keep those coming. I'd like to get all those in the graphics room. I'd like to see every. I only event. posted all of them earlier, by the way, about half an hour ago. Well, then that there means have be... been more than one that have posted all the screenshots multiple times already. Well, then maybe maybe PM. They're going to be lost in chat. We've done a podcast. There's been a thousand four hundred and eighty messages in the last two hours, so they're going to be lost. They're gone forever. Yeah, P- PM them to Stevens Aaron so he can post them in. That'd be fine. Yep. Yorg says, do we have an art calendar coming? Uh, not one that can be shared with you just yet. As always, the art calendar is almost always up, either at event reset or shortly thereafter, and that's when you'll see it. Um, but uh, nothing yet that can be shared, probably just a couple hours away. All right. Any other questions? Nope. All right, cool. Let's wrap up. Guys, thank you so very much. Thank you to our special guest, Be Ready, El Cheapo. Thank you, uh, Ripper. Thank you for being here. Thank you to our studio engineer, Stevens Aaron. Appreciate you doing what you guys do. You guys are the best. And our community thanks you. I've been your host, Ultimate DJs, here with the traditional monthly Arcfall Talking in Cars with DJs. We'll have the episode posted up as soon as Stevens Aaron is able to turn it around and send it over. We'll get it posted up for players to be able to listen to and enjoy. Please do visit our face or our uh, YouTube page. All right, we've got a video. Please go watch that. We've got some cool visual elements. We've shown you a few things. Please absolutely go watch that. Share it with your teams. Those who may not listen to an hour-long podcast will certainly enjoy a 15-minute video. Please be sure and link over there from our website at TalkingTrekSTFC. Dot online talking track stfc.online where you can find our youtube channel watch the video three four five or six times uh would be appreciated <laughs> and share it out um without anything else i will thank you guys so very much for being here this has been a presentation of talking track a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution wherever your favorite podcasts are downloaded. Again, I've been your host, Ultimate DJs on Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll catch you later on. Love you, mean it. Bye-bye.